It's time for a new evolution in raising golfers, one that doesn't involve headaches, tears, or heading down the path of unknown. Whether you're trying to introduce children to the game of golf, help them play competitively, or play at a collegiate level, you're in the right place. This show is for any parent, player, or coach who wants to build a better team at home and on the golf course. This is the Raising Golfers Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Raising Golfers Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Hausner, PGA professional here in Carlsbad, California. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there uh, with your parents, coaches, players, anybody who's listening. Happy Father's Day. hope you guys have a wonderful day. I've already started mine in an awesome way uh, with my family, my boys, and we got some more fun things this afternoon, so I'm super excited for that. And today's episode is going to be something that's been talked about a lot, I think, on the podcast, but we haven't had an actual episode title with this, and it's to teach lightly. And I think this kind of goes beyond golf, like I think many of the things that we talk about here on the podcast, but teach lightly is something that it took me a long time to learn as a golf coach and even as a parent. And ironically, as simple as it is, as far as thinking about the concept of it, it can be very difficult at times to implement this into your your teaching, whether you're teaching your children things outside of the game of golf, anything about life, and just golf itself is very complex. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Before we get into that, though, I would like to share some cool, interesting news. Yesterday was our first nine-hole challenge for the Operation 36 players of our summer semester, but what we have introduced is with our mini golfers, that's our three and four-year-olds and five and six-year-olds, we are now letting them play just in front of our nine-hole challenge tee times, and we're calling those play days. And they're playing mostly from 25 yards away from off the green, and we're not keeping a score. It's just about the experience, about them having fun out there. And I think it was the feedback was awesome. It was amazing. I think the families loved it. The kids loved it. And it was kind of one of those moments where I've had some kids in the mini golfers program now for a year, and they've only been on the golf course really maybe once or twice with me in a class, but they haven't actually had like a playing experience. So they're probably wondering like, you know, what am I doing these TikTok putting swings for? You know, what what was the whole purpose of this? Well, the golf course kind of gives them the the idea and ability to kind of connect the dots. And it seems like it went really, really well. After the round, kids put stickers on the scoreboard next to their names. It was a blast. It was so much fun. So if you do have young little ones, get them out on the golf course and just give them a ball, give them a club, and just let them do their thing. I mean, as long as they're safe and sensible about it, just let them aim where they want to aim, hit where they want to hit, use whatever club they want to use. I mean, yesterday we saw some of the kids, they would use their iron from off the green, and then they would run up on the green and still use the iron to put it in. Totally fine. Who cares? You know, I mean, it's it's their game, right? It's their moment. And I don't think there necessarily has to be a you should do this, you should do that kind of thing. And that's kind of what sparked my idea, I think, with just kind of coming back to this topic about teaching lightly. So things that I have found that work really, really well. And, you know, again, this has kind of come from over 10 years now of coaching golf to kind of come to these points and realize it. But, you know, I I think if you're going to if you're going to teach something about the game of golf and let's just say. Honestly, this could work for any level player, to be honest, beginner to intermediate to advanced, but like having one topic point of focus. I remember when I was going through the PGA, they said, if you give a private lesson, you work on one or two things. And that sounds like, oh, this is gonna be so easy. Well, if you look at a person's golf swing, you probably see 
so many different flaws that could be fixed, whether it's their alignment, how they take the club back, their grip, what they do in their follow-through, their balance, all these things. And it's like, geez, we want to be able to help them, you know, play and perform better golf. So we need to fix all of those things. And we're just going to let them know about all those problems right now. doesn't really do much good. So, you know, having one topic point. So, for example, in our Operation 36 classes, each week we have a topic point. Last week was ball flight. The week before that, we talked about power, which is basically ball contact, ball first, ground second strike. And each week has a different theme. And we stick to that. So when we coach the players, you might look at a beginner golfer and see, okay, a bunch of different problems in their swing. But you know what? Today we're focusing on ball flight. That's it. And we're encouraging them based upon the thing that we instruct them on around that topic point. And I think that's the best way to go about it. Because otherwise, if we're constantly in their ears saying, oh, uh, honey, you're aiming right, or, you know, the flag's over there, or hey, remember, you got to hold the grip the right way, or hey, you know, you got to put the ball on the tee, or, you know, make sure when you take the club back that your arms go high, or hey, you know, make sure that you remember to keep the club face at this angle, you take it back. All those little things, you know, the, the child is just going to walk away so confused and not really sure what to do. So I think encouraging and reinforcing that one thing and sticking to that and being able to control your words of what you say and what you you do and just stick to that one point. It'll go so far. And now let's hear a message from our show sponsor. Hey guys, this last spring, I teamed up with Operation 36 here at our facility in Carlsbad, California, and it has completely changed my way of coaching and service to my customers. Operation 36 is a developmental golf program designed to take beginners from playing their first round to being able to shoot par or better for nine holes. So here's how it works. Participants attend weekly one-hour classes and work through a six-level curriculum. They then play in nine-hole events once or twice a month with a common goal to shoot 36 or better from different distances. And using the Operation 36 app, coaches can plan programs, communicate with families, and track students' progress. It's really, really cool. If you're a parent listening, search for a program near you on their website at operation36.golf forward slash juniors. And coaches, if you'd like to start a program at your facility, go to the same website, operation36.golf forward slash coaches. And what's interesting enough is if you actually think about it, like if you've got children and you're listening to this podcast, you probably have a situation where your child hits a shot and let's just say it's low, it's rolling, it's not really getting in the air, rolls up to the green and they're ecstatic. And you're sitting there thinking, well, geez, it didn't fly in the air and it didn't actually look like a good shot. They didn't strike it well. We need to make sure that they strike it well. Well, yeah, it's true at some point. But remember, they're not adults and they're kids. And they're probably ecstatic about the fact they just hit the ball up there by the green. They don't really care about how that ball looks or flies in the moment. What they care about is having a good time and seeing the outcome of that shot. And we got to let them ride that high and let them feel good about that. Encourage them and say, oh, that was such a good swing or great try there. Awesome job. That is what we need to be doing. Uh, other than, you know, confuse them with other things. So I would say really the big thing would be like stick to one thing, keep it very, very light on the instruction, and that would be it. Now, some things I would say that I found that don't work. The first one would be, you know, helping when help is not needed. So again, if you are an adult listening, this includes the coaches too, because, you know, sometimes we step in and we try to help the child and immediately the child gives us pushback and they say, 
I don't need your help. I got this. Well, we know that they need some help. But again, in that moment, you know, why would we want to discourage them from what they're what they are doing? And again, if they're being safe and sensible, you know, and, and they stick with the game long enough, they're going to come around and have some type of golf swing that looks close to what you imagine it should look like. And I hate to break it to us adults, but there's a good chance if we can keep them in the game long enough, they'll be doing a better job than you and me out there on the golf course if we can keep them in the game long enough. So again, you know, we've, we've got to really keep it simple. You know, um, sure, sometimes we see our kids aiming way right, way left, um, you know, holding the club incorrectly. But think about this. Have you ever had a situation where your child is aiming right, okay, and you're like, gosh, you're aiming to the right. And they might say, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Okay. And then they aim right. But then they actually hit it left or they actually hit it straight. You know, they're not going to believe you in that situation. And again, that's kind of where it's like helping when help is not needed because sure it, we know that that's aligned wrong, but they are still hitting the ball towards the target, towards the hole. And they think they're doing it just fine. So let's let it be until there's a moment where they find that there is a problem or it is causing issues. And um, we just have to be very patient for when that comes. So, you know, I think getting into more detail and certain swing mechanics for a child, I think is very important. But I think it's at some point. And we have to be patient and wait until that point comes. And I think a good time is when they come to us adults and ask us for help. And I have seen the most success from junior golfers come out of those type of scenarios versus us going to them, telling them what all the problems are. So I hope that you can go out, whatever it is you're doing, whether it's golf or any type of educational situation, remember, we've got to teach wetly. Have a wonderful Father's Day and look forward to having you here back on the podcast next week. Thanks so much.